What's up, y'all? It's Miles the Millennial, the millennial who's actually not a millennial, but technically still a millennial. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy Rex Howard Jr., the relationship coach. Back at it again. What's good? Yes, sir. And we are back with another episode of Let's Talk Like Men, the podcast where we talk everything from money, love, relationships, struggles, mental health, everything that you need to know to be successful and fulfilled in your young adulthood as a man. And today is episode seven, Rex, man. It it don't even seem like it's been that many. (laughs) I know that's not a lot, but it's a journey, man. And I'm happy that we are seven episodes in. Uh, Today is going to be inspired by a post of yours, a a post that got a lot of engagement, a lot of support, was posted on a few different pages. um, And it was really powerful. And it talked about long distance relationships. So without further ado, Let's talk like men. Let's talk like men. All right. Uh, So, yeah, like you said, man, the post is the things that I've learned in long-distance relationship, right? There's something I've been doing for the the last eight months, something Mm -hmm. that you've been doing for how long? Two and a half years. (laughs) You feel me? So, we both have different kind of experiences. So, I'm excited to let the people know the 10 things that we came up with that really help out um, these relationships. And I'll jump right into it, and we'll kind of go back and forth. Great. One one thing before you start, if you guys want to see more content like this on a daily basis, please follow myself and Rex because we do these things every day where we post content, Twitter posts, videos where we talk about different life advice. So Rex, your Instagram? My Instagram is underscore Rex Howard Jr. All right. And mine is miles.themillennial. It's M-Y, not M-I. Okay. All right. <laughs> Rex, you got it, man. Hit us with the first tip. All right, so the first tip is literally, it's easy to hang up the phone to avoid conflict or uncomfortable conversations, right? Mm. So that's the easiest thing to do. And I'll give you my experience. So for me, um, having uncomfortable conversations, my my blood gets to boiling, right? Mm. My heartbeat gets to pounding. I get furious. And I'm not in person with this person, so I can't see them. I can only hear them. And once, once I feel like I've had enough, I can easily hit the end button. Mm-hmm. But one thing that's waiting on the other side of the end button is the conversation yeah. because it still has to happen. No matter how upset you get, no matter how tense you may feel, no matter how uncomfortable the conversation may get, you still have to have that conversation if you want to move forward because there's no room for growth if you want to stay in the same place. Just like on our last episode, we say you got to get comfortable with yes. being uncomfortable. Yes. You have to get comfortable with having these uncomfortable conversations until they are no longer uncomfortable so that's kind of the first thing i have man what you got for me man i agree with you on that so um i've dealt with that a lot with me and my girl and we've both done it at times and i feel like especially for me i'm the type of person where i I don't ever want to talk to my girl a certain type of way right i want to make sure i keep a, a certain type of tone don't say too many things wrong but at times you know what i'm saying i can have my own problems with watching my tongue and right. i know that when i feel my boils my blood start to boil and and myself getting to that point instead of whereas if i was in person i would be able to all right calm yourself down chill out you know what i'm saying don't get a temper here it's so easy for me to just say you know what since i'm feeling this type of way and i don't want to deal with it i'm just going to hang up the phone right yeah um And it doesn't happen often with me and my girl, but it happens enough to where I know that it's a very unhealthy response. And I think it's so insightful that you say it because in long distance, what makes it more difficult than a typical in-person relationship is everything that you do is more of a choice than it is uh, a right then and there mandatory obligation. 
because you have hundreds of miles apart that really allow you the space to do what you want to do. And it takes more discipline to yeah. actually still be that same person that you are in person, man. Man, discipline exactly is exactly the word to use. And I'm glad you brought that word up because everything is a choice. It's not like I can come see my person on a day-to-day basis. I can't just pull up on you. I'm currently 949 miles away yeah. from my partner for 14 hours. So it's like, it's not that easy. So yeah. everything I do is a choice. Staying, staying mad is a choice. Being happy is a choice. And I'll give you another perfect example. This weekend, me and my lady had a conversation and um, it, it kind of pissed me off a little bit, right? Yeah. But it was early in the morning and I realized that we were both going to have a busy day. We were both um, going to want to talk to each other. But if I was going to stay mad, then the conversation wasn't going to go good. And I was just going to go hours without talking to her. And our day was just going to be shifted in a, in a negative way. So after I got off the phone with her, I thought to myself, you know what? I can use this moment to turn things around. Mm-hmm. So I called her again. And I was like, hey, um, I really don't like the way things ended. Um so I want, like, I missed you already. Like, you know what I'm saying? I miss you. Like, I, I want to talk to you. I want to see you smile. I want to see you laugh. Things of that nature. And she was like, dang, you you shifted quick. And I was like, like you said, it was a choice that I had to make because I want the rest of the day to go good. I want mm-hmm. to be able to go out. And when we're done going out, when we call each other, we're having a great conversation instead of having to sit on the phone for hours just looking at each other, not really want to hang up, but really want to hang up. Yep. So, like you said, Every single day you have a choice, a choice to stay on the phone, a choice to have that conversation and a, or a choice to leave it on alone completely, which will never end good. Exactly. And I think, you know, to wrap up this first point, what it is, is you have to keep the bigger picture in mind. And that's what the choice is. Right. Because the small picture, the in the moment picture is whatever you're feeling. Right. Yep. It's, it's whatever is convenient based on how you want to react. Yep. But. The bigger picture is what when you turn when you hung up that phone, um, that's what made you think and say, I don't want to take this route because the bigger picture was, why do I want this time that we're spending together to be sad? Why do I want it to be miserable, upset, have let us have tension between each other when I could be the bigger person, regardless of whether I think I'm right or wrong. I could be the bigger person because I know she's not going to. Right. We talking like men. We know damn good and well. Our girl ain't going to be the one that just out of nowhere two minutes after. say, you know what? I take it back. I'm sorry. No, that's not how women work. But we do have control in that situation to say, you know what? I can lead this conversation into a different area if I lower my ego or my pride or whatever I feel is right about proving my point to her and just say, you know what? I don't like the way that ended. I love you. Let's let's try this again. Let's have a better day. Let's move forward in a different direction. And I think when you do that, your girl is very responsive. And I think that's true. And in my situation, my girl is the one mm. that'll apologize first. She is the one that'll want to correct things first. Like, because me, once I'm pissed off and it's and to put like statistics and research into this, mm-hmm. it takes longer for a man to calm down than it takes a woman. Yeah. Um, so with that being the case, for me, once I'm pissed off normally, yeah, I need I need I need two hours. Yeah. I need two hours. I don't want to have a conversation. I don't want to talk. I can't switch from being upset to 
oh my God, I love you so much. I can't make that switch because it's not sincere. And a lot of times mm. I have an issue with apologizing if I don't think apology is it. necessary. Yeah. So that with that being the case, in our situation, she is that type. But one thing I've been doing is growing and I've been learning. And now I've been trying to take the initiative to yeah. do things first instead of just waiting around. So yeah, I think that really does sum up our, our first point. That's beautiful. All right. So that was point number one. All right. You can't. It's too easy to hang up that phone so you need to stay on. You need to have that conversation. Point number two was creativity is a must. Just because you can't see each other in person doesn't mean you can't plan dates and date nights, movie nights, wine nights and et cetera via FaceTime or even Zoom. So yeah. let's hit on that, Rex. So uh, I'll go first on this one. And okay, I think that's. I think that's a great point that you made about the fact that you have to find ways to keep things creative. Um, you have to keep the spice in your relationship and, and find gotcha. ways to to be the solution oriented person. As a man, right, we are the solution finders. And it doesn't mean sometimes that your woman will not be able to present solutions or help you out. But we are the ones that have to be able to execute on things. And in that process of us being that type of person, we have to recognize that when you're long distance, there is now a problem in terms of the ways that you typically would be able to show your love for your partner, the ways that you typically would be able to cater to her or, or, or do nice things for her. And so me and my girl, you know, we dealt with this a lot. And so one of the big things that we love is Netflix party, right? Mm. Netflix party allows you to hop on and watch a show together or a movie together. And we'll have movie nights. We'll get some popcorn or she'll get her food. I get my food. We wait till we're both ready. Press play. We'll be on FaceTime sometimes at the same time, or we'll just use the chat box. And we okay. use that time to really connect with each other. And it's almost like, even though we can't be together, just because we have that solidified time, right? And this is a crucial step to it. Let it be planned. Let it yeah. be Let it be special as if you had told her, you know, if y'all were in person, hey, on Friday, we're going out to the movies. We're going to go see this. The same way you should do it is this. Like, hey, Friday, we're going to watch this movie. She wanted to watch a Halloween movie. We fell asleep halfway through it, didn't even finish it. But we made the time to go see it and look at it together. Even though I was laying in my bed and she was laying in her bed and it made yep. a special moment. So it's very crucial to find ways. Man, that's absolutely beautiful. Beautiful. And speaking of Halloween, so my lady... uh my lady went out on the night before Halloween and the, the day of Halloween, she didn't want to, right? Because a couple of things transpired. So what I did was I made a phone call to, to Walmart. I packed a Halloween bag and I got the, um, I got the candy. I got some, I got a bath bomb. I got, um, I got bath soap to make a bubble bath. I got some wine and I got one other thing. And I had it dropped off to her front porch. And I was like, and I shot her a text. I'm like, hey, I really want you to relax, uh, focus on yourself tonight. And I also want, like to watch a movie. Ooh. So check out the bag so, or check out your front door. So she went to it. She really loved it. And I was like, you know what, would that be the case? Once you calm down, finish all your chores for the day, how about we have us a glass of wine, we run a bath, we set up the uh, computer, and we yeah. watch a movie together. Yeah. And that's exactly what we did. And it was creativity. And the same thing for for uh, date nights. One thing that she did long ago was she loved to do to cook together. I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. babe, what you want to do? Yeah. So she picked out a she picked out a recipe. Yeah. She picked out the recipe. She sent it to me. I went to go pick my products up. She went to go pick hers up. We set the phone up. Once again, we had a little glass of wine. We sat there and we cooked and uh, we compared food, took pictures, and we sat there and ate and had a full conversation. So 
creativity is so important just because you are long distance does not mean you can't have dates doesn't yep. mean you can't have one night doesn't mean yep. that you can't set aside time for movies now you mentioned a netflix party mm-hmm. now i've heard of it but <clears throat> explain to the people and also to me what exactly that is so netflix party is an extension that you can install on your google chrome that allows you to go to netflix and pick whatever movie you want as so long as the other person has a netflix account as well you click that movie, you click the little TP in the corner, it's like a TP in the right corner of your browser, and it'll create a link, and you share that link, you can email it, you can text it, however you want to send it to the other person, and when they click that link, it'll ask them to join your Netflix party, and they are now watching the movie at the exact same time as you. you one person can pause it, and it'll pause for everybody in the party. There's a chat box off to the side, you can type messages to each other in the chat box. You could be FaceTiming at the same time. It's a perfect combo. Now, I don't think you can do it on like TVs. You have to be doing it on a laptop. Um, okay. But if you got a laptop and the other person has a laptop, it's a perfect situation. It's a perfect storm. It, it really gives this scenario that you're doing it together because they joined the party with you. And you can do it with more people, right? I know one thing that uh, me and my girl, she has a twin sister. Uh, we're thinking about me, her, her twin sister, and her twin sister's boyfriend all are going to watch that new um, movie coming out, uh, the outlaw movie with all the uh, black people okay. in it. We're yeah. thinking about all getting together one of these nights and watching that on Netflix party. We're all spread apart. But it's cool and it's exciting. And I love what you said about the cooking night. Me and my girl did that with a steak night back in the past. Uh, and it was it was really cool because you get to walk through it together. You get to laugh. You get to have some mistakes, some good things, some bad things. But at the end of the day, it's all about doing it together. And that's really what women care about at the end of the day. A woman yep. could care less about what it is that you're doing. It's just the fact that you guys are doing it together. It's the 100%. fact that you took the initiative to do it, that that you you know cared enough to Come up with something creative to show her that you are thinking that you can lead. Right. And, you know, I think about it all the time that they, the Bible always says that. And this will this is a great way to wrap up this point. The Bible says that we were made in the image of God. Right. And we call God the creator. Well, if God is the creator and he had the imagination to be able to create all these things in this world and we're made in his image, then that means we carry an immense amount of creativity ourselves. And so when you're tapping into who you are as a man, reach into that, reach into your heart and into your creative mind and find ways to show your girl different ways that that you care still, even though you're hundreds and thousands of miles apart. 100 percent. Last thing I'll say to this point is if you are dealing with a partner, man or female, that isn't as creative your creativity may spark something within them yeah so that that right there is huge so i guess we'll go ahead and go to the third point so that one was creativity is a must right mm-hmm. within your relationships this third point is sleeping on the phone is therapeutic even though you can't physically feel your partner you feel a sense of connectedness because you can see and hear them and you know that they are right there so i guess i'll speak on this first um, me, I'm big of a uh, physical touch person. That's one of my love languages. So if me and my lady are together, love to cuddle, love to hold each other. And then like, if it get too hot in the middle of the night, we may depart, <laughs> but we gonna always come back in. And the closest thing to that is sleeping on the phone. So for me, I don't ever use my laptop. I always use my cell phone or my iPad and I have it either set up facing me or right next to me as if she's next to me. And it's comforting for me because like, if she, if she snores, it's like cute. And um, you can wake up in the night and she may still be up or I may still be up and we may have a brief conversation just to tell each other I love you, whatever. 
and just go right back to sleep. But for me, it's a great feeling to have. And when you're in a long distance relationship and you can't see each other often, I think it's best for you to set that up via Zoom, FaceTime, or whatever. Uvu, whatever you need to use. Uvu, not Uvu. <laughs> I haven't heard of Uvu in some years. Man, me too. I don't know. It just came to my mind. But that's 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 how it is for me, bro. That's the Uvu and uh, what was that app? What was that app? Skype. Uh, huh? Skype. Skype. No, there was an app that you used to be able to text real fast on. You could have group chats. It was green and, and black. Oh, it oh. starts with a T, I think. Uh, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I can't think of it, but I... <laughs> Dang, I can't think of it. I know you... No, no, no. Kick. Kick. That's kick, what it yeah. was. Look, Uvu, <laughs> kick. That was, look, that was the days you used to get in trouble. <laughs> no, literally. Every time. That was wild times. But no, you know, I love what you say. And it's funny because, like, for me... My girl loves it. I hate it. I hate falling asleep on the phone. And the only reason I say, I'm not going to say I hate it. There's a couple reasons. One, my phone be having a short. So anytime I try to do that, I always end up having no battery the next day when I wake up because my phone dies. Um, it charges <laughs> very weird. It, it sucks. My girl tells me to fix it, but I'm not paying no money to get my phone right. fixed. I'm chilling. Right. Um, but the other reason is because I spend a lot of my day already whenever I have free time talking to my girl. And we spend that wind down time at night together before I go to bed, right? Okay. And I'm very big on like, you know, going to bed and having her be like the last voice that I hear. That's good. Um, and so even though we may not stay on the phone the whole entire night, I like to set aside time where that's the last hour before when I'm laying down in the bed, last two hours, whenever, until I'm about to fall asleep or if she's about to fall asleep um, and use that time to connect with her. To as if we were, you know, laid up in person. Um, so I think it gives a similar approach, but I, I do understand where you're coming from because, you know, it is, it does give a sense of, of warmth and comfort when you fall asleep and you wake up together. You know, the first yeah. voice that you hear is, is her or she, the first voice she hears is yours and you're saying good morning and, and everything. It, it creates a bond and a connection where you couldn't typically have it. So I can agree with that. That's huge, bro. I think that's huge, and I think that sums up how how that works. And like, like there's two sides. Me and my lady, we sleep on the phone. You and your lady, that's the last voice you hear, and y'all in the conversation. But that's the last voice, the last person you talk to, and you go to sleep good on that. So that being the case, um, this tip isn't to tell you it's mandatory to sleep on the phone. This tip isn't to tell you that it's bad to hang up the phone. It's whatever works for you in your relationship. But fellas. Um, if you aren't the type to like to sleep on the phone, just know that your girlfriend may or girlfriend, fiance, no, but whatever she is to you, um, yeah. she may she may need that. Yeah. So especially if it's a distance relationship. So I, I suggest that you should try that. I agree. All right. Number four. It's important to give each other space and time to be alone as much as it would be nice to talk to your partner all day. You still need alone time to spend with God, to focus on self-care, and to focus on your school or your work. Man, I love this one. Um, this is something so crucial to me. And I think this is one that's very big as, as men that we kind of set a boundary on. Because okay. I think women typically, and I mean, everybody has different love languages, right? There are some men who are extremely clingy, right? And that's there's no problem with that. But the, the typical man, right? is very on the move kind of always has something going on that he's doing um and while he may enjoy 
spending time with his girl, of course, and idle times and, and times to chill, he wants to have time to be able to focus on things outside of her. Right. And I think women are they 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 feed a lot off of the intimacy of having us in their presence that really helps feed their soul. And if you don't set a boundary with your girl, you will end up causing your inner masculinity that needs to go and be active and present and be in its own space. It will start to deteriorate because you constantly have somebody else in its presence. And it's not just your girl. It's anybody. Right. Um, But of course, you spend so much time with your girl. You know, whether it's long distance or in person, you're always on the phone trying to make things work for her because she can't speak to you as much. You got to have some time where you tell her, hey, babe, you know, I love you and all, but I, I need the, today to really focus on this. I'll, I'm going to be busy for a while. You may not hear from me too much today, but I'll, I'll let you know when I have some free time. I think it's so crucial for a man to set those boundaries, because if you don't, you will start to lose yourself and feel like you're you're you're. You don't have any time, even though yep. you're actively choosing to spend it with your girl or with other things. That's huge, bro. And the perfect example that I would give you is this. I was telling my lady the other day, I said, my life is built on structure, mm. right? It's built on structure. So I said, um, when I'm spending time with you, quality time, I don't listen to my podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm not reading my books. Um, I'm not out making money. And if I am out making money, I'll plan on coming home earlier or cutting things off because I want to get back to you. And I was like, as much as that makes me feel good on one end of things, but on the other side of things, that grinder, that active person in me, that go getter in me, it's like I'm not on my shit. Mm-hmm. And and I told her, me giving myself that structure, I was like, I don't produce the kind of content that I need to produce when I'm not reading. I don't yeah. produce the kind of content I need to produce when I'm not listening to my podcast. I don't think the way I think when I don't think how I'm supposed to think when I'm not being active or if I'm not structured, like I'm supposed to be structured. So with that being the case, um, it's so important to have that time. It's so important to understand that we all do need that time to be alone. And a perfect time to spend alone is that time you have a God. Because if you're not spending that time with God, then you can't really pour into a relationship like you really want to because you're not doing what God has uh called you to do man We're not listen listening the way he wants you to do that's real and you know what you're really hitting on is the fact that at the end of the day you're your own person just as much as you you know are a couple right it don't matter if you're even in a marriage when you become quote-unquote one you still are your own individual person. And if you don't take care of your personal needs, you're, you're no good to your partner. You're no good to your family. You're no good to anyone. Right. right. And I made a post about this just the other day um, talking about the fact that, like, you cannot give more of yourself to other people and to your partner mm. than you give to yourself. The second you start spending more time as a man focused on taking care of your girl than you do on taking care of you and the responsibilities that you have then you're you're off track. You're not leading okay. properly. You're not taking care of business in your life. And, and I, I said, how are you supposed to lead somebody else when you can't even lead yourself? Mm, right? That's so good. How are you supposed to how are you supposed to be everything she needs you to be and you're not being everything you need to be? Yeah. So you you'll never be able to be who you're supposed to be trying to please everybody else and trying to conform to the ways of other people. Yes. That's man. huge. Oh, that's huge. I'm glad you brought that point up. It, it's it's a very crucial point to make because so many times I feel like, especially when we're young men and we fall in love, 
right? We go head over heels and we love deep. And that's not a bad thing, right? Because I think that that pure love has a, a it, it's what you want, but you have to have pure love and still be able to have discipline in your life. I'm gonna always go back to that word discipline because that structure that you're talking about, that's discipline. I have a time and a place for the things that I'm doing and I'm not going to compromise that time and a place for anything. My work is not going to come in and take away the time that I set aside for me and my girl. My girl is not going to come in and take away the time I set aside for me and God, right? Everything has its time and its place. And unless it's an emergency or it's just something that comes up, I'm going to stay dedicated and disciplined to that structure because it will allow me to give my best to all those areas. So I, I really think mm. that is so crucial with long distance. You have to put that line in the sand and be disciplined. That's a must. I'm glad you brought that point up. And one thing about time, right? So, um, and this is for my single man working on being in a relationship, whatever. If you're, yeah, working on being in a relationship. There is a, a verse that I wrote down. It is 1 Corinthians 7.35. And it asks the question, what is your singleness for? Hmm. And the answer is to promote what is appropriate and to secure undistracted devotion to the Lord. So hmm. there's when I said there's a time and place for everything, there's a time for relationships, there's a time mm -hmm. to serve God, mm -hmm. there's a time to work, and there's a time to pour into yourself. There's time and place for every single thing. And once you understand that, once you have that discipline, and once you have that structure, things will start to come together in your life. So um, that's one of my favorite verses too, man. I live by that mm -hmm. verse. I think that like, verse, that verse is all about one word balance. Yep. 100%. You have to have balance. Nothing should control any one part of your life. But um, nope. yeah, I think you wrapped up point number five or uh, point number four perfectly. Uh, you want to okay. take point number five? Yeah. So number five, your partner cannot be your only friend. Mm -hmm. In order to maintain a sense of self, you need friends outside of your relationship or else you will become too dependent on your partner for everything. And this can become very problematic. So mm. I'll say one thing and I'll pass you over the mic. Um, one thing that tends to happen is if you have a partner that is your only, no, your partner, you're your partner's only friend, mm -hmm. right? Um, they don't have friends to go out with. They don't have friends to kick with. They don't have many friends to study with. They don't have many friends at their job. What happens is when they get home from work, they point, they this unloading all on you. When they when you want to go out and they don't have people to go out with, they're gonna want you to stay in and get upset because you want to go out because they might like, oh well why don't why not spend time with me? Mm -hmm. There's gonna be so much conflict and so much resistance to to you doing whatever you want to do because they don't have that person to do it with. And another thing that happens is they can become too dependent upon you financially, emotionally, spiritually, whatever it is. So let's just say the relationship doesn't work out. You may just be losing your partner, but they are losing everything. Yeah, they're they're losing their best friend, their spiritual opponent, their mission, the person that they pour into emotionally, or you know what I'm saying, just let loose on. So, with that being the case, um, you being you not having any friends, and your partner or your partner not having any friends is very problematic, and they need to step out and get friends. You need to have friends that respect your relationship. Yep, um, that respect who you are as a person. And that that has um, your best interests in mind. And those are the best things. I don't want you to go out there and have friends that let you do whatever you want to do. That don't exactly. hold you accountable. That don't exactly. keep you responsible. You need friends that's going to stay on you, hold you accountable, and you know, important to you in different areas of your life. So I'll pass you the mic, big guy. Man, I, I think that's a great point. And where I want to hit it with is this one statement. You need to be with somebody. If you If you got some business of your own, your partner needs to have some business of her own. 
right? Like you that. can't date, you can't be a man that's on a mission and have a girl who is stagnant. It's not going to work. You can't be a man that got friends and is sociable, social and wants to go out and have fun with people. And your partner is, I stay in the entire time all day and I don't care to see nobody. Because yeah. those two things are going to conflict and somebody's going to end up compromising on who they are. Yeah. And that's going to bring resentment. That's going to bring a lot of problems in the long run. Because let's say you start staying in because she doesn't like to go out. Now, your boys or your, your, your homegirls, whoever it is that you now neglect are going to be looking at you different like man you don't you're changing up and you know you don't even want to do it every single time you'll say you want to do this and then she'll hit you with something and now you're staying in right That's huge you've you've given over your independence to to somebody else just because they don't have anybody else to lean on and yep. it, it, it's 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 a a major issue that so many people face um because they get into unbalanced relationships they not with equally yoked people and so this person, you like you said, you are this person's everything. And because you're this person's everything, y'all have to do everything together. You have to always be around. You have to always be available. You have to always be responsive. You going out with your friends, trying to have fun with your peoples, and you can't even have fun because she calling you and texting you the whole entire time. And, and you know, and you you're thinking like, man, if I don't call and respond, I'm gonna have to deal with this later. She's gonna be mad and upset, and I don't want to deal with this. So let me take this call. Meanwhile, the people that you're supposed to be giving your time and attention to, the experience that you were supposed to receive, you have completely neglected it and wasted it because you spent all your time trying to make somebody else feel good. Whereas if she had a life of her own, she could have went out with her friends. Yep. Right. You you can respect her time because you know that when you're out, you want your time. And, and, yep. and, you know, man, it's all about balance. It goes back to that last point. Balance is crucial. And if you the only person that she can rely on or if she's the only person you can rely on, then it gets to a point to where the relationship is no longer equal. And mm. somebody is doing it because they have to rather than doing it because they want to. And when you have to make choices as a young person out of necessity uh, about people rather than out of desire towards people, it, I, I think it's a very slippery slope because we're way too young to feel like we have to do anything for anybody. It's yep. a choice. It's a choice. Like we said earlier, it's a choice to love. It's a choice to pick up that phone. It's a choice to call back. It's a choice to care about somebody. It's a choice to say, I want to spend time with you today, or I want to spend time with these people today. The second you take that away, you take your autonomy away, you lose a sense yep. of your life. Yep. Set up for failure, bro. That sets you up for absolute failure. And those that do conform to their partner's ways, like I feel like there's a difference between respecting your partner's decisions, um, friends, things of that nature, and then conforming to your partner's ways. Yes. And if, 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 like I said, when it comes to the friends, if you have friends that, that, um, that cheat, right. Mm -hmm. Then your partner's going to have resistance for that. Um, yep. if you have, if you have friends that drink too much excessive, they may be alcoholics, your partner may have some resistance towards that. So once again, Although I'm saying you sh it's important to have friends, the right friends are yes. what you need. Yes. The right friends are, are what you need because if you don't have the right friends, they may uh, lead you down the wrong path. Because um, even though even though you may be your own person, your own male, your own female, and you you may not be influenced mm -hmm. by people, but there's like there's nothing you can say to me that says if you hang around somebody that drinks twenty four seven that you won't become a drinker. If you hang around somebody that cheats 24-7, then you won't have the thought process of a cheater. And it may not cross your mind. 
you can't tell me that. So that being the case, I'm saying, yes, you should have friends, but the right friends. Yeah. The right friends is important. And, and see, I'll go even a step further with that thought process because to me, it's not even that you'll do it, but it's the fact that I know this person won't see a problem with you do it. They won't be yeah. the one to stop you. And that's, that's not huge. real friendship, right? I've had conversations with my closest friends and I've told them, I'm like, look, bro, I know we the guys and we're going to always have each other's back, okay. but I don't need friends. I'm trying to build something, right? I think this is going to work. I think this could be something that this could be my wife, right? And you hearing me say this to you should mean we need to protect this at all costs, right? 100%. And that means protecting it even from my own actions, right? So yep. I don't want friends that are around me and you see me out doing some, some nonsense and you say, hey, man, I mean, you do what you do. I ain't going to say nothing. Because what that does is, right, is what I was just about to hit on. It's the fact that in your mind, you know you can get away with it. You know yep. this person ain't going to say nothing. You know they ain't going to hold you accountable. They're going to turn a blind eye, smile on your girl's face, and it ain't going to be no issue. Right. Yep. And so I, I've come to a point in, in my life where when it comes to the people I love, if you truly love me, if you truly say you my boy or my homegirl or whatever, you should not let me do anything that messes up good things going on in my life. And that includes my relationship. That's nice. a big thing for me. Do not enable me to go out here and do BS that I'm then going to be crying about to you. And you could have stopped it. You could have sat there and said, hey, bro, don't do that. You got a girl back home. You know what I'm saying? She ain't going to like that. You know you know good and well when you wake up in the morning, bro, when you're not sober, this ain't the decision that you want to make. Right. That is what real friendship is about, and that's who you need to be surrounding yourself with. 100%. And even add more to that, if you, if you do have friends around you that hold you accountable, that's on your ass about those things, but you still decide to make the bad decisions, it's no longer their fault. No longer their fault. It's no longer their fault. If if your guy coming to you, A B dog, you know you said you wanted to be faithful. This ain't faithfulness. This ain't and, faithful. And, and me, and I'm just like, you know what? I'm good. He gonna let it ride. At the end of the day, right. he, he he tried. He yep. tried. He can't stop you or a grown exactly. man and you or a grown woman. Nobody can stop you from doing exactly. they can put a bug in your ear, but they exactly. can't stop you. So I think that's what that you right want. There. You want the, that bug in your ear. And if <laughs> you really it. care, you make the right decision. You make the right decision every single time. Every All single right. time. Number six. All right. Time spent together needs to be intentional. If you spend too much time arguing and bumping heads, you will find it hard to remain satisfied with your relationship. Ooh, you said something there, man. I'm, I'm going to go back to what I said earlier and what you said earlier about having structure, right? I think intentionality and structure come together because when you have a set time, a set place for, for when you're going to do things, then you can be intentional about why and how you're going to do things. You yep. know, when you say this time, you know, me and you are going to the park, you know, your girl's been begging you to let's go on a walk in the park. All right. When we go on this walk in the park, we're not going to be on our phones. When we go on this walk in the park, we're not going to be focused on everything else and trying to argue. We're going to enjoy each other. Yep. We we could argue any other time of the day when we're here together. When we have these moments, we're going to take advantage of them. We're not yep. going to sit here and bicker over small things. We're going to let that stuff slide. We're not going to concern ourselves with things that aren't growing our love for each other. You know, and, and to, it's too easy to think about all the things that you don't like in a person. It's yep. much harder to see past that and focus on the things that you love. But it's those things that you love that's going to keep you around is going to keep them around. Oh, that's big. And I'll add to that. So to go a little deeper, um, 
when you're stuck in this negative cycle, right? Mm. It's hard to see positive and it's hard to think positive. Mm. Um, like for instance, if you're going through a lot of BS with your girl and she asks you, Hey, what do you love about me? Mm-hmm. It's going to be hard to pull that it's out. Gonna be, <laughs> it's going to be extremely hard to pull it out because the only thing you're thinking about are the negatives, mm. right? This, you did this, you did this, you did this. And it's, and in that moment, you're like, I, I don't, I mean, I love that you love me. Like you, you may give some BS, but at the mm-hmm. same time, if you focus on staying positive, you focus on having being intentional with the time, you focus on uh, on love and happiness and empathy and respect while you guys are together, then when she asks you that question, when you have this positive mindset and you're in this positive state, you're like, I love the fact that you're so kind. I love the fact that you're so empathetic. I love the fact that you're caring. I love the fact that you listen. There's so many more things that, that, that have the space to be heard and, and be there simply because um, it's in a positive mindset. So I know with me and my lady, uh, we may have maybe arguments, but we only see each other maybe once a month or once every other month. Yeah. And with that being the case, we have to be intentional. Exactly. There's no that we have to be intentional because it's like it's got to work or it's got to work. Yep. <laughs> like it's got to work. It has to work or it has to work. It, it has to work. So if I'm in Texas and you're in Tennessee and you come up here, then the time we spent is got to be good time. And let's just say we do bump heads. Okay, cool. Let's figure out how to get past this so the rest of our time isn't being mad or upset. And the same thing goes on therein as well. So that's that's all I got to say when it comes to that, man. No, I rock with it completely, man. Um, <laughs> it, it's real what you said. Uh, you don't want to ever get to the point to where the things that annoy you about your partner are the only things that you focus and never. T- Anytime y'all ever talk and have a real conversation with each other, it's always about a problem. Yeah. Right. That that is something that will make people feel drained and unappreciated and make them feel like they're a problem. Yep. Only time you ever want to give me your full at- undivided attention is when you have a problem with something I did. Right. Yeah. It's not when you're happy for me. It's not when you just want to talk to me and see me when you want to tell me about your day or when you want to hear me, you know, talk to you about the good things going on in my life. That is so crucial to the equation, because if you only take time to be intentional and focus on your partner when you got something negative to say or when they got something negative to say about you, then it's almost like negativity starts to become you guys love language. And that's a that's a, a dangerous place to be. Yeah. Not only that, one thing my lady said to me was. When we're when we're in a negative state, it's hard for me to pay attention to the conversation, hmm. and I zone out. So you may you may be asking me to um, to reiterate or to rephrase what what you just told me, but I can't because when we're when we're arguing and so much conversation, I'm not processing what I'm supposed to be processing, and I'm not in the conversation. I'm not present. Hmm. So I'm like, you know what? That that makes a lot of good sense. So yeah. I was like, you know what? Let let's let me figure out ways. If if we are going to have a conversation that's going to be a tough one, let me break it down in a way that that's digestible. And um, and if it's not necessary to have that conversation, let's stay positive. Let's figure out how we grow close to each other. So I say that's that's a great way to sum that up, big dog. I love it. Let's hit number seven. Okay, so number seven um, is, and it's going to be different for you because um, I had something different. So don't keep secrets. Um, if you or your partner gets the feeling that something is off or that you're hiding something that will cause them to assume the worst case scenario and the trust will be hindered. Hmm. And I knew I knew you wanted to hit on this point. So I actually let you tap on it first. Yeah. So don't keep secret. So this is a good one. Well, so do you want this to be the one that was originally going to be number 10? Trust. 
Yeah. So this, okay. So yeah, trust. when we talk about that, so I'll hit kind of on the don't keep secrets because the trust falls in line with it, but it's a little bit different. Um, okay. So that not keeping secrets, man, it, it's, it's really crucial to be open and to communicate, right? Because since you're long distance, she can't just look across the campus, you know, or where your classes be and, and assume what you're doing, nor can you. You know what I'm saying? You can't just look outside and see her car outside to know that she's here, right? And it's just the small things. I know that right now that doesn't grasp you guys, but think about when you're in close proximity with somebody and you kind of know their movements, right? You you yep. spend every day with them, so you know that at 9 o'clock she's headed to this class. At 12 o'clock she's headed to work. And so you know what to look for to have reassurance in your life that things are where they are. Right. Yep. You may not need that text message to understand that, oh, she's in class or this is happening or that is happening. But when you guys are far apart and you're going throughout your days and let's say something doesn't fall in line with the schedule and it's not communicated, people, quite frankly, will start to assume the worst more times than not. People yep. will have all these thoughts in their head. Is this something bad happen? Is this person out doing something sneaky? All these different types of things. And it leads to these these gaps between each other these problems between each other all because there's no real communication right and then the flip side of it the point that i wanted to hit next was your trust in a relationship must be blind if you really want it to work and this is one of the toughest things i've ever had to face right but it was a life lesson i learned i learned it when i was 19 from one of my boys who was 19 um but i learned it then and it's changed my whole mindset for the rest of my life um, and I'll give you this scenario, right? So he was in a long distance relationship, two different, uh, schools. And, you know, most dudes are going to hear, it's going to be like, ain't no way in hell. Right. <laughs> so his girl, right. Was going to go study, um, with a dude. Right. And I'm in the room and I'm kicking it with him and he was on the phone with her and he, you know, they got off the phone. I'm like, why are you, uh, uh, he was saying that she was going to go study. I was like, oh, okay, that's what's up um, with this guy or whatever. And I was like, oh, okay. They go into like the library or something. He's like, nah, to, they study in his room. And I'm sitting here, as soon as I heard it, I said, hold up, dude. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I told him, I said, bro, why why they studying in the room? You know what I'm saying? Like, that don't that's not weird to you? He's like, no. I said, how is that not weird? He said, because I trust my girl. And I said, yeah, you trust your girl, but do you trust this dude? He's like, I don't got to trust this dude. I'm not dating her to trust him. I trust her. And I was like, yeah, but like, it don't make no sense. Why they can't go to the, the library? Why they can't do this? Why they, I'm throwing, I'm throwing out all these other alternatives. Right. And he sat there and he told me, he's like, dude, if I always thought about every single alternative as to why something is this or why something is that I would drive myself paranoid every single time my girl made a decision. That's he cute. said, if you really trust somebody, you trust their judgment. You trust that they're making this decision for a reason. Because like he said, he said, if somebody's cheating on you, you ain't going to know unless they tell you anyway. Right. Yep. Or if somebody come out and, and hit you up about it. But you know what I'm saying? The more likelihood way that it, it happens is they end up opening their mouth and confessing to it. So unless somebody going to open their mouth and say it anyway, you're never going to know. So now you can choose to be paranoid every single day, wondering whether your girl is being faithful to you every single time something don't make sense. Or you can choose to trust her because you know your girl. Right. And yep. you you've related with your girl. and You know where she's coming from. And it changed my mindset because what it taught me was true trust is about trusting judgment in a person. Right. Yep. 
And that is so crucial because when you trust somebody's judgment, what he's saying is, I don't know necessarily why she go into his dude's room. I don't know the dude, right? But I trust that my girl is a smart girl, that she's aware of all the different outcomes of this decision and that she sees this person as somebody who ain't on that type of time. Yeah. She sees this dude as somebody that this situation, maybe the library closed. Maybe it's a million other reasons why they couldn't go where they go and, and she was fine with going there. Maybe there's going to be other people over there and it's a study group session. I don't know. I don't need to know. What I do know is she's communicated it with me and I know that I trust my girl. And so until she gives me a reason not to trust her, that's what it's going to be. And I think that's so crucial to, you know, having blind trust and also to the point that you were just making, you know what I'm saying, about not keeping secrets. Because she could have went over there, never found out about it, seen it on Snapchat. Well, why this? Why that? Now this person is assuming, whereas if you got true trust in each other and in your judgment, all you got to do is communicate. All you have to do is communicate. And it's, there's one thing that somebody told me before that always stuck with me was, Rex, tell me what the situation is, what's going on and what you're doing and allow for me to make a decision based off what I want to do. Mm -hmm. um, and that stuck with me. It was like, you know, there's no, there's no point of me keeping secrets. There's no point of me lying. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be transparent. I'm going to put it out there. And mm -hmm. if you don't like it, then we'll have a conversation. If you rock with it, then okay, cool. That's perfect. So like your man's are saying, um, like, and I, I have the mindset that you have, but why they got to be in a room? Why they got to do this? And it's, it's like, you know what? I trust my girl. I just don't trust him mm -hmm. or the dude, whatever. Mm -hmm. And that may be the case. But like you said, if you think about all the things that make that could happen, that would happen, that might happen, you will run yourself crazy. And that mm -hmm. will cause you to be texting her, calling her, are you good? How exactly. things going? Checking location, things of that nature. Yep. So that's huge. And I think another thing that adds to no keeping secrets and just being transparent, if you are a good listener mm. and you pay attention to details, if what your partner says one day doesn't align with what they say the other day, you're mm -hmm. going to be asking yourself, hold on, wait a minute. Are you trying to connect the dots? I don't remember you telling me that. Exactly. Or you said a different name last time. Exactly. And now, and if they if they aren't true to what they were saying, or if they are hiding something, they're going to easily expose themselves because the look on their face, their body mm -hmm. language, and the, the way they react to it. And um, that all causes issues. So for the people that are listening to this podcast, males, females, whoever it may be, do not keep secrets from your partner, right? And and in order in order to trust, like in order to be trusted, you gotta give trust away. Yes. You gotta you gotta give some trust away. And I listen I listened to a sermon today by Bishop T D Jakes, and it said majority of the time, women um, lose trust or think about trust and aspect. Will will my man cheat on me, mm. or if he's gonna cheat on me? But a man thinks about trust is is she gonna be the woman I need to be? for my future, mm. right? Can I trust her with my kids? Can I trust her with my finances? Can mm. I trust her with yeah. my heart? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if I can't trust her with my finances, I can't trust her with my heart, or I can't trust the fact that she will raise kids in the manner of which kids need to be raised, then that's going to be, you know, there's two different sides of trust. They Women see trust as one thing. Men see trust as another thing. So I would say this also to the people that's listening. If you lose your partner's trust, listen, I haven't even found a secret to getting it back yet. Yeah. Because there's always going to be something lingering in the back of your mind. Will they do this again? What made them do it in the first place? And did they do this because of me? Yeah. Yeah. So so it's going to be huge. So as people that are listening, if you're in a relationship, if anybody in a relationship, working on marriage, whatever it is, 
Don't keep any secrets. Be transparent and give your partner some trust. Uh, like you said, trust blindly. Love that, man. All right. Let's hit number. Are we on number eight now? Yeah, so we're, not, we're on number eight, the one for forgiveness. Okay. Forgiveness is key. It's so easy to stay mad at your partner and not talk to them for hours. Learn to forgive so that your days can be filled with love, happiness, peace, and enjoyable moments. Yeah, I'm definitely hitting this one. So I had a conversation earlier today with my homeboy. Um, and we were just talking. We were talking about a lot of different things going on with his own relationship. And I made a point through it to say, man, you know, you're right. She she didn't deal with this situation the way it should have been dealt with, you know, and it left you hanging. Um but you got to ask yourself if you're going to forgive, right? You got to forgive wholly and you have to forgive properly. Um, because what I see too many times is people say they forgive, but they really don't forgive. They, they say, you know, I accept your apology and I forgive you, but they don't want to forget. And they don't want to, they always want to keep it in their back pocket just in case, uh, they need to use it again. And that's not true forgiveness. True forgiveness is not counting score and, and keeping track of these this moment when somebody did this to you so that you can use it um, when they try to get on you, right? It, it's, it's when you say, I forgive you and I am willing to let you have the piece of me that I was closing off because of what you did, right? I wasn't going to, the prime example, if somebody cheats on you in a relationship, right? You're sitting there like, I'm never gonna give this person my heart again. But you choose to forgive them. If you choose to forgive them, you can't choose to forgive them and then say, I'm not giving them my heart no more because then you don't have no relationship. Right. You might as well be single. You just got somebody to lay up with you and buy you things like it ain't no point. There's no real love there. Forgiveness takes love. Forgiveness takes being a bigger person. And when you love and when you're the bigger person, not only do you say the word forgiveness, but you practice true forgiveness. You practice the forgiveness that's talked about in the Bible, where not only do you let somebody go from the, the stuff that they did to you, but you give them the love and the energy that you showed them before, especially your partner, because we're going to make mistakes. And if you can't see past that enough to forgive them so that you guys can grow, your relationship will never go past the point that it was when the infraction was committed. Man, you just touched on a lot of great points. And I, I only add one thing to add. <laughs> um, so when it comes to forgiveness you mentioned something about keeping things in your back pocket and that's huge a lot of times when we do mess up because mess ups are bound to happen we're, we aren't perfect we're human right um when 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 mess ups happen and the person says you know what i'm so it's, it's all good i forgive you but another conversation comes up and they bring it up they throw it back in your face mm -hmm. they make you feel bad for oh you remember that one time you did this remember that one time we did that mm -hmm. that is going to mess up a lot of different things simply because like you know i thought you forgave me for that i thought we moved past that so that's going to be huge in a lot of situations not only is it important for you to forgive your partner but if you're the one that messing up it's important that you forgive yourself because mm. there, there can be times when you hold yourself to a standard or you try to hold yourself accountable to the point where you don't even give yourself for the things that you did. So now you're constantly feeling bad. You're constantly trying to prove yourself for something that your partner forgave you for, but you just haven't forgiven yourself for it. Yes. So forgiveness can definitely go both ways. And I, like I said, you, you, you made some really great points. I agree completely. Everything you said, point number nine, you want to hit it? Yeah. So gas your partner up and make sure they feel sexy or handsome. Want it and appreciate it. The last thing you want is another person to do or say things to your partner that makes them feel special because that's your job. 
So that being the case, I had to learn this the hard way in many relationships. Um, and I would say in relationships, it's easy to get comfortable. And long distance relationships, <laughs> and long distance relationships is easy to comfortable. When you're working on getting this partner, oh, you're so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're so sexy. Are you the baddest thing walking, right? But once you get a couple months in, maybe a year or two in, those compliments go away. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're like, babe, how I look? Oh, you look pretty good. You look fine. <laughs> oh, that, that fits you well. Like the, the gas goes down. But one thing that doesn't go down is the attention that they get from the outside from world. From other people, the, yes. The, the minute their face, their makeup is slayed, their edges or their, 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 their the curls or their outfit is on point or the dress is on point or they go on a vacation, their bathing suit is on point. The minute another person sees them, they're on it. They're on it. And as much as they may not want the attention from other people, when they're not getting the attention from the partner, the person that they care about the most, the person that's supposed to make them feel special, when they're not getting that attention, everything that everybody else is saying or trying to do is seeping in. It starts to and get it, louder. <laughs> right. It gets louder. And it hits it hits a little different. What they say, it's the compliment for me. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, and I mean you're right though, because what what it comes down to is when you got a happy girl. Okay, so let's be real. I don't know about you, but and I'm pretty sure this is true for you. I've stolen some dudes' girls before in the past. Yeah. Right? 100%. And the way when I was on that type of time that that you know, you kind of get your way through that door is when you show or do the things that he ain't doing. Right? 100%. You 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 talk to her in a way that she ain't felt in a while because he got too complacent. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You you listen to her um uh, her problems when he never listens. You you compliment her on a consistent basis, not just when she looks good and she's all dolled up, but even on her worst days, right? Um, and I think that is just it, it's funny to me because when I saw her from the outside looking in, I recognized very quickly like no, when I get in a relationship. I'm not leaving no room for anybody to slip in. Now, we can talk about, um, you know, a person being sturdy regardless. But at the end of the day, people, you know, they the heart wants what the heart wants. And if it doesn't get it from one place and it's deficient, it's going to find another place to try and supplement it. Um, And that can come in the form of Instagram. They they need likes and and comments under their posts. Like you said, going on vacation, anything. and it reminds me of the, the TikTok. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it, but you ever seen those TikToks where it's like first week of the relationship. He walked by, he slapped her butt. Yeah. <laughs> a, a month in and she she's laughing. She's like, oh, stop. And then comes by a month. Uh, he does it again, uh, but not as excited, but he did it. You know what I'm saying? And she's still laughing, having a good time. Then it's like a year in and he walked right past her and he don't slap yeah. her butt. Right. And then she look at him and she like, boy, what's wrong with you? Like. Yeah. You don't do this. And, and and it's that same principle of the same thing you did to get her. You got to do to keep her. 100%. And, and, and a lot of times we fall off because we think, oh, we got her in our bag. We ain't got to worry about that. But yeah. the second you get complacent with anything in your life, you lose it. Your, your respect, your love, your 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 spot in life, your money, everything. It's earned every single day. What's the saying? Success uh, is earned every single day, right? Rent yeah. is due. However, it's every said. single day, but it rent is due every single day. And the way you pay it is through your effort. And so you have to be the one that shows that effort. When your girl wake up in the morning, don't start. Don't don't become the person that no longer send that good morning text. 
that was something I had a problem with. I stopped sending those good morning texts. I would just wait for her to text me first because I was already started with my work day. And I said, man, it don't take nothing out of you to wake up in the morning and take five seconds to say good morning, baby. Yeah. And put an exclamation point and some emojis after it to show your excitement. It don't yeah. take nothing. And so if you can't do that, then you need to get out of your own way because you're letting your own comfort block your success with this person. 100%. And just to give the fellas an example, because a lot of times you may not be used to complimenting your girl or gassing your girl up, but you got to think about the small stuff, the things that matter to her. When she goes out into the world, a lot of times women that go out into the world, they don't really want compliment. Well, they get compliments from men, but the compliments that they get from other women mm. re uh, regarding to their, 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 their makeup, their mm -hmm. eyelashes, their edges, their curls, um, the outfit, the, the perfume, whatever it is, these are the small things they need to compliment. Oh, your edges mm -hmm. look real good today. They say today. Like, you need to compliment all the small things that not only matter to her, but the things that are going to make her feel sexy, the things that are going to make her feel appreciated. Um, compliment the way she looks, the way she cooks, the way she feels, the way she smells. Um, compliment the way she holds you, the way she kisses you, or the way she's attentive. Like, compliment her, gas her up, make her feel special so when everybody else is doing it, it don't hit the same because exactly. the person at home that matters the most is doing it and... That's the best thing to do every single Yo, time. Man, you rock it, man. <laughs> I think we hit it. Are there any other points, man? Yeah, so it's one more. Okay, it's what one is more. it? Um, so we all have wants, needs, and sexual desires. Mm. Don't be afraid to set aside time for play dates because mental stimulation always allows for great physical stimulation. And uh, when we hit on this or you want to start it off? You can go ahead. Okay, so I say this. If you are in a sexual relationship, and if you started that, then this is for you. Because if you're yeah. not, then continue doing your thing and whatever that looks like for you. But um, for for people that are in relationships, long-distance relationships, or relationships as a whole, there's always there always needs to be a little room for mental phys and mental stimulation, play dates, right? So whether that is sending each other pictures, sending each other videos, or on us uh, uh, having a FaceTime play date session, mm -hmm. whatever that may look like for you. Yeah. Uh, your partner dressing up, being sexy, um, you doing certain things, she doing certain things, you requesting her to do certain things or she's requesting you to do certain things. Whatever it is for each other uh, that you guys need to do to please each other or to please yourself for them yes. is what I mean by play dates. And that right there just keeps the spark, it keeps the funk, and it also keeps your partner happy because and it also makes them feel sexy simply yes. because you're still paying attention you're still uh, wanting to see them you're still wanting them to be active and and knowing that they are pleasing you by pleasing themselves mm. is a beautiful thing and the same thing going both ways no that's that's a, a a big fact right like you have to find ways in this long distance thing to keep it exciting because yeah. your sexual needs still have to be fulfilled and they're not yeah. going to be able to be fulfilled in person. And so finding any way to do it, like, you know what it's like when you wake up to some photos that you weren't expecting, but you're glad you got them. Right. Like, yeah. do the same thing. Um, it, it's that type of environment that, like you said, it keeps things fresh. It reminds them to like, OK, I am still sexy. For this yep. person, I do still make them excited and happy when they see me. And, you know, they do still see me as this, 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 ob like, I don't want to say this object, but in a way, everybody want to be objectified by the person they love. <laughs> yep, right. Like, I, I want to be your tool. The same way you want her to be yours. Right. Like, it, it is 
a part of the stimulation that you desire when you have your person. And the second you stop doing those things, that person starts to question, well, do they still care about me this way? Do they still want me in this way? And that is a key way that you stay on top of it is like you said, the FaceTime sessions, the photos, the videos, you know what I'm saying? We know what's going down. Do what you need to do, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, do what you need to do and get it done. So to sum all of it up, um, long distance relationships aren't as hard as they seem but you both have to be willing to put in the work. Mm. It's going to take work. It's going to take time. It's going to take effort. It's going to take creativity. It's going to take patience. It's going to take love. It's going to take empathy. And it's going to take work. Work for you to go see them. Work for them to come see you. And if they aren't able to come see you because they don't have the finances, then are you willing to put in the extra work to make it happen? Are you willing to to do whatever needs to be done? Because we're all in a position where like, we will want to see these people every single day. We want to see our partner every single day, but you, sometimes you can't. So are you willing to do what needs to be done in order to make things happen? So that's what I'll end with, man. Relationships don't work unless, unless you do. Boom. Look, I'll say this and then we'll do our quick overview and we'll head out. Uh, My, my statement to finish the day off is the grass is greener where you water it. It's not on the other side. It's not anywhere else. It's not. It's it's where it's greener where you water it, and that water that we're talking about is the attention, the effort, you know, all those things that we talked about. And so, if you really want your you and your girl to shine, your relationship to be where it's bright at, it's gonna take you and her both pouring into it. Um, yep. That's my saying for today. Uh, this is this was episode seven. We talked about ten key things that you can do to keep your long distance relationship successful. Um, quick overview. Number one was it's easy to hang up. Number two is creativity is a must. Three is sleep together on the phone. Four is make time for yourself. Five is she cannot be your only friend. Six, you must spend intentional time together. Seven, no secrets. Eight, forgiveness is key. Nine, gas your partner up. And 10, we all have desires. Well, Rex, we just gave an hour long master class to everyone <laughs> listening, you know, and, and if anybody has the experience between me and you, we got three years combined in our relationships doing this long distance thing. So, you know, I think 100%. we're very well qualified to speak on what we spoke on. Um, guys, if you need more information on a daily basis, I've already given you guys our Instagrams one more time at Rex Howard Jr., correct? Yeah, I am Rex Howard Jr., the relationship coach. I help people create happy and healthy relationships from scratch. Yes. I am Miles the Millennial. (laughs) Man, I'm here to change your mind, to change your life. (laughs) This is Let's Talk Like Men. Thank you guys so much. Episode 7 is done, and we out. Yeah, yes, sir. Peace.